Welcome to episode 32 of the BCF ORG podcast, The Business of Business. I'm Brian Fisher. In the previous episode, 31, our guest was Donnie Bovine of Success Champion Consulting. This podcast series focuses on the various subjects and topics to help you run a successful, profitable business. They're approximately 10 to 15 minutes long, so you can listen while commuting. Hopefully, you'll find one or two takeaways to implement per episode. I moved the topic Delegating, Let Go to Grow to our next episode, number 33, because we have a special guest in today's episode. Our guest is Chad Willardson of Pacific Capital out of Southern California. Chad Willardson is founder and president of Pacific Capital, a certified financial fiduciary and best-selling author. Chad doesn't work for a big Wall Street bank anymore. He only works for you, their family office clients. He left the big corporate world on 11-11-11 to start Pacific Capital, where the focus is to protect and grow your family's wealth while you enjoy your hard-earned success and financial freedom. They help you achieve your goals while giving you a Ritz-Carlton service experience with Amazon Prime efficiency. With professional athletes, wildly successful Silicon Valley CEOs, and tenured executives under his advisory, Chad thought most of his clients had everything figured out. Then he noticed almost every single client was worried about their kids growing up entitled and unable to understand the true value of money, how to make it, how to use it, and how to build off their parents' financial success. As a proud parent of five and multimillionaire himself, Chad decided to develop a simple framework to guide his clients through the awkward waters of teaching kids about money. The result? His book, Smart, Not Spoiled, just released on September 14th. Let's welcome Chad Willardson. Chad, I'm always interested in people's stories. This is a multi-point question. How did you get to where you help entrepreneurs and families plan for and achieve financial freedom and then start Pacific Capital? It's a great question. I was at Merrill Lynch Wealth Management for nine years, and I decided to leave the corporate Wall Street world behind and start my own business, Pacific Capital. And it was a big leap of faith. I was 32 years old with a few children and a mortgage and leaving a lot of the corporate perks and security blanket behind was definitely a big risk for me. But at that moment on 11, 11, 11, I became a real entrepreneur. And it seems like that's from that point on, I entered this different world and have been able to attract clients who are in the same situation, entrepreneurs, family businesses who took a risk and started their own companies. And that's that's really how, uh, how it's evolved. I think people like to do business with those who are like them. It's like getting advice from about parenting from someone who's had kids versus someone who hasn't had kids. Like you kind of want to get advice from people who are in the same in the same trenches that you're in. And so I've really enjoyed working with entrepreneurs over the years. And that's that's my specialty. Financial freedom has always been a topic that I'm interested in. It's a lot of definitions floating around out there about financial freedom, but in my experience, in my opinion, it is really the absence of worry about money. And so that's why my first book is called Stress-Free Money, talking about what you can do to remove the stress and anxiety about your financial life. So 
that's how we got here. Oh, that's great. You're also a certified financial fiduciary. Could you tell us what that entails? Absolutely. It's, you know, I'm one of the 4% in the country of financial advisors who is a full independent fiduciary who is completely independent, no attachments to a broker dealer or a big bank. And it removes the conflicts of interest. So certified financial fiduciary is really held to a very high legal and compliance standard of always putting the client's interests first. So any financial advice or guidance that our firm recommends has to put the client's interests first, even when it may make us less money. Now, as a fiduciary, I don't get paid based on investment advice. We get paid flat rates, flat fees, and that the conflicts of interest are gone. The, the kickbacks from investment fund companies, those are gone. Like I can't make more or less based on what I recommend. And I think that's what people seek nowadays. They really are looking for objective advice. And so everyone on our team is a certified financial fiduciary, and that's very important to our clients. That was a financial fiduciary for our 401k. And, yes, uh, there you go. Yeah, I, I took it very seriously. It's a serious, it's a real stewardship. It is, even though it was up to everyone to make their own financial decisions is how they split up their investment. Yes, but you still had to be responsible for providing the education and making sure you were reviewing the plans and putting the best things in front of them. I mean, that's important. Exactly. Yeah, we always had an annual review where the people yep. came in and just went over everything with us. That's great. Well, with your clients, how did you notice that almost every single client was worried about their kids growing up, feeling entitled, and unable to understand the true value of money? Well, as a father of five, I'm always thinking about how what we do as a family is affecting or impacting my children. My, my oldest, she is almost 17 years old, and my youngest is six. And we've got a few in between. And it's, it's just important to me to make sure that our kids grow up with a healthy sense of responsibility, with a hard work ethic, an appreciation for the dollar and where it comes from. And I heard that same situation from many clients that they really want to make sure that their kids grow up with some values. They don't just want to pass on money to the next generation. They want to pass on a lot of values. And so the principles and values in this wealth education framework are very important. And I believe if we're intentional about that, then we can help our kids grow up to be smart and not spoiled and not entitled. We're speaking with Chad Willardson of Pacific Capital. To build on that last answer, Chad, how do you actually go about teaching your clients to address teaching their children about money, how to make it, how to use it, and how to build off their parents' financial success? We encourage our clients to make money a comfortable topic at the kitchen table. I think that's the biggest mistake I see is that money is not discussed at all. It's a taboo subject. A recent study showed that parents are more comfortable talking about drugs and sex to their children than money. And I don't believe it needs to be that way. I believe we can have open conversations and really talk about financial issues with our kids. So we do some family education. We will do Zoom calls with the next generation with our clients and really try to give them opportunities to ask questions that maybe they're uncomfortable asking their parents when it comes to finances. And we can be transparent and we can give a lot of great advice that will reinforce the values that the parents 
are striving to teach them. Well, Chad, you're also a co-owner of My First Sale, which is a learn-by-doing platform that gives kids the life skills and confidence to sell their own products in a safe, friendly online environment. Could you expand on that, please? So myfirstsale.com is a place where kids can go to learn not just about how to manage money, but especially how to earn money. And so we teach kids to do something entrepreneurial and we host online business fairs for their sphere of family, friends, community. And it's just a great opportunity for kids to get their feet wet in making money and doing something they enjoy. So for example, one of my children, she likes to make bracelets and necklaces and we helped her set up an online business to where she could actually take orders and make and ship little crafts of bracelets and necklaces. And it's just a great thing to see these kids gain confidence through the myfirstsale.com platform and, and get experience earning their own money. It's been great. Oh, good for you. It's really a neat program. Thank you. Earlier this year, you wrote a book entitled Stress-Free Money. It was named by Forbes as number 14 on the top 21 books to read in 2021. What made you decide to write that book? The overwhelming amount of stress and anxiety that I felt people were burdened by when it comes to making money decisions. I really wanted to write a book that would give people some tools to free themselves up from the stress of managing their money. And so I wrote about how to overcome the seven obstacles to find financial freedom. I don't think that it's it's just one narrow group of income level or asset level. I, I tried to write the book that would apply to people just coming out of college, to those who were making tens of millions of dollars a year. These are principles that I think are evergreen when it comes to overcoming the stressful things about managing your money and making investment decisions. Well, speaking of books, uh, you just recently wrote Smart Not Spoiled that was just released. Uh, what's the background on this book and who's the target audience? So Smart Not Spoiled is, is a book for parents, coaches, mentors, grandparents to give them some ideas and resources and tools to teach the younger generation how to be smart and not spoiled. Teach them some of the basic financial principles. And I, I, in each chapter, I actually give family activity lesson ideas where if the kids are younger, there's some ideas. If the kids are teenagers and older, I give some ideas. But the target audience is anyone who's trying to upgrade the way that their family and the next generation approaches financial decisions. So I'm very excited about it. Just came out. That's great. We're speaking with Chad Willardson of Pacific Capital. Chad, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you'd like to add? You did not ask me to predict the investment markets in the short run, and I'm glad you didn't (laughs) (laughs) because my answer would have been, I'm not sure, and, and that's unpredictable. But I would say the one thing I would add is that when it comes to financial investment advice, a couple principles I like to stand by. Number one, the old adage that if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And number two, you should be, goals come before investment strategy. So it needs to be everything you do investment wise, it's going to be successful if it's driven by goals and a plan, a strategic plan. So before you make investment decisions, first speak with a fiduciary advisor, share your goals and concerns, share your situation, make sure there's a thorough 
process before you start investing any money. How can people get in contact with you, Chad? Pacificcapital.com on our website. You can sign up for our free newsletter. You can sign up for a free goals conversation with us or LinkedIn. You can follow on LinkedIn. I'm very active there each day. Great. Well, thank you very much for joining us today, Chad. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. My sincere thanks to Chad Willardson for being our guest. Managing the performance of your company is one of the most important things you do as a leader. This podcast is on over 20 directories. Subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcast and feel free to share this podcast with people who you think may benefit. A strong rating of these podcasts would be appreciated. If you'd like to reach out to me with any questions, comments, ideas, or potentially be a guest like Chad, please go to bcforg.com. There's a red Contact Us button in the middle of the homepage. A LinkedIn symbol is on the upper right. Click on that if you'd like to see my profile. All the podcasts are available by clicking on the website podcast page in the reference bar. These podcasts will be released the first and third Tuesday each month. In the next episode, 33, our topic will be delegating, let go to grow. This topic came out of my conversation with Donnie Bovine from episode 31. In business, running a successful profitable business is the ultimate scorecard. You are never done and can always be better. It tends to be more fun than work, frustrating at times, but can be very rewarding. From BCF ORG Corp., I'm Brian Fisher. Wishing you the best. Thanks.